Welcome to another segment of the Kernel of Truth. Uh, I'm Colonel Conrad Reynolds, your host, and today we have a really great guest. Her name is Wisconsin Representative Janelle Branchen. Uh, she is uh, visiting with us because Wisconsin, which where she's at, is extremely important in the 2024 election. The reason it's important folks. Remember what happened in 2020. Remember all the malfeasance that happened there and all the problems. And it is going to be a critical state in 2024. So the reason we're having her on, because number one, she's super smart and she's been there since not for nine years. She's a nine year veteran of Wisconsin politics. And so I asked her to come on the show because we want to find out what they're doing in Wisconsin, how are they fixing this mess? And uh, you know, let me tell you something. I've seen her on many shows. She's coming on Mike Lindell's show. She's been all over. And she is a strong voice for patriots in Wisconsin. So, Janelle, thank you for coming, and th welcome to our show. Oh, my gosh, what a privilege. Thanks for having me on today. Great. Well, I think for our listeners all over, they need to know uh, kind of the players and what it is that uh, we want to talk about today. And, uh, you know, in 2020, there were a lot of problems uh, in Wisconsin. Can you go through and list some of the issues that you saw that need to be fixed? Sure. Probably the biggest things that we had in the state of Wisconsin was uh, our secretary of state. We do not in Wisconsin have a secretary of state. Instead, we have what's called the Wisconsin Election Commission. And that is run. It's supposed to be an administrative role by an individual by the name of Megan Wolf. So Wisconsin kind of functions elections a little differently in the sense that we have um, a Wisconsin Election Commission. And at that time, they, they pretty much went rogue. In 2020, we had uh, people, 270,000 people declare themselves indefinitely confined right before the election. And in this state, that means they didn't have to show an ID. So you went from a list of almost 70,000 people to almost 270,000 that declared themselves indefinitely confined voting in 2020, meaning they didn't have to show an ID. That That's that's a substantial increase in a state that was only lost to Joe Biden by 22,000 votes. President Trump only missed by 22,000 votes. So we have an issue where people can declare themselves that they don't have an, have an ID. Then we had drop boxes in the state of Wisconsin for the very first time. Drop boxes, as we've seen a lot of those videos, and unfortunately, you're going to be shocked in Wisconsin, those Dropbox videos just don't exist anymore. They're, they just magically were gone after the election. We had drop boxes for the first time in the state of Wisconsin, which I would say a large, a large margin of individuals who were fearing for COVID used drop boxes, especially in the large metropolitan area. So something that we don't even statutorily have in our books now becomes an option in 2020. Then we had CTCL and National Vote at Home. I think you remember the nonprofits having the ability to put money into really only the large cities. They called themselves the Wisconsin Five, Madison, Milwaukee, Green Bay, Racine, and Kenosha. They received almost $9 million compared to the rest of the state who probably got closer to a half a million dollars. They actually coordinated and had individuals working within the clerk's offices to help turn out for the election. So we also had special voting deputies in the state of Wisconsin. If you are a senior or in a, in a nursing home or a senior apartment facility, we're supposed to have one Republican and one Democrat there to make sure that elections are carried out fairly. Well, in 2020, that didn't happen. Neither were, we had no special voting deputies allowed in our facilities. That's, it's It was really unfortunate all the way around. The question I have uh, is, I read where y'all have something like uh, the voter rolls, 7 million voters on the list. And, yeah. and how many registered voters you really have? I think it's four or five million. Is that right? So in the state of Wisconsin, our Wisconsin election commissioner and administrator, Megan Wolf, came up with these two terms in Wisconsin. So you're either and you're either eligible or ineligible to be able to vote in the state of Wisconsin. So 
if you are dead, you have, you're supposed to be on this ineligible list of over 7 million. But if you're, if you're ineligible, you're supposed to be, um, if you're eligible, you'll be able to vote. So we have mixed dead voters, people who no longer live on this in the state, along with active voter, active voter members. So it, it is a horrible situation where it is hard to determine what clerks are moving people from an active role to an inactive role. And it is all under the supposedly the, the statutory requirement to make sure that we have a history of voters. So our history of voters has allowed us to have this compilation of individuals, which is, as you said, tremendous numbers of people that are supposed to be removed, but they're not removed. Instead, they're just listed as inactive. And so it, it's a mess. And so, um, I think <clears throat> it, it may have had good intentions, but it certainly doesn't give clarity or confidence to voters. So let's so let me see if I can get this right now. So what you have is you have an administrator. Uh, her name is was it you said Megan Wolf? Is that right? Megan Wolf. Okay, so Megan Wolf is there, and she's not an elected official, correct? In other words, the people haven't elected her. She's a bureaucrat that's been appointed. Is that right? Appointed by the is it the governor, or state legislature? Or how does she get in? She is appointed um, by this Wisconsin election committee and then voted by in the Senate for approval. She has a four-year term, and her term was actually finished on June 30th this year. She has refused to go, even though the Senate has voted her out. And she has not only sued the Senate, she sued the Assembly, she sued um uh, Justice Gableman, myself, Robin Voss. So you have a situation, you're going to be shocked on this one, where we have a runaway administrator using her powers in a rogue fashion. But if she's no longer there, she has no powers. In other well, words, it seems like somebody needs to get the sheriff uh, or somebody go down there and remove her. You know, you would think something that simple when your term is clearly listed in the statutes that you can be removed. And I have a Democrat governor and a Democrat AG attorney general, and they just continue to allow her to stay in office. I mean, it is it is frustrating yeah. beyond belief, as well, you can it, imagine. Well, in there, uh, well, we, we can talk about the legalese here in a little bit. But tell me about the role then of the Wisconsin Assembly. What is the role uh, that y'all play in this person's future? Well, I think like every state, the legislature does the how, the when, the where. I mean, we are responsible as the state, the states are responsible for elections. The, all of the, the details that go into elections, we don't want that to be left to the federal government. We want the states to right. have that power. But unfortunately, we're in a situation where I have leadership that is comfortable with Megan Wolf, is comfortable with her decisions to special voting deputies being kept out of the facilities, uh, is okay with drop boxes, even though that was ruled uh, illegal in this state. These we're, we have leadership. Uh, speaker Voss is my speaker, and we we disagree. Uh, I think multiple times we've proved the fact that Megan Wolf is not incompetent, but willing to work against the laws that have been put in place and to keep people, both Republicans and Democrats, believing that they have fair elections. We, we want fair elections, but my leadership has made things pretty difficult and made difficult whoa, things whoa, whoa, for me. So let, let me get this one right, though. Uh, your leadership is Republican, correct? Uh, my leadership is Republican. And the Republicans are ensuring that this lady stays in office when she did all of these things. The question I have is, how does Miss Wolf get paid if she is she in is. a position that uh, she no longer should be uh, sitting in that desk? How, you know, who pays her? The taxpayers do. We are paying her still. The attorney general has gone to court for her. And unfortunately, at this point, I have courts that are saying, well, she can still stay. She hasn't legitimately been removed. So uh, we are in a little bit of a battle here as we go into 2024 to make sure that these same mistakes don't happen again. And, you know, th this isn't just about 
Donald, President Donald Trump. This is about making sure that people have confidence in our elections and multiple times, not just these four issues. Ms. Wolf, our administrator for Wisconsin Election Commission, has brought a lot of issues about ballots, about what ballots start to be received. And yeah, she still gets a check. So needless to say, there are a lot of people disappointed in the Republican Party in Wisconsin and not having a more direct role in not only removing her, but we have the ability to replace her, which is clearly in statute, after 45 days if there is not an agreement about that. So we, uh, being the legislature, have the power, one of our superpowers as a legislator is the power of impeachment. And it's one of those things that, you know, is a very serious process, but the legislature has the power of the purse, the power of impeachment, the power of investigation, the power of subpoena. These are really important powers to make sure that the people's voices are heard. And I have to say that we have started an impeachment process, myself and five other representatives, and we we have the lowest threshold for impeachment in the state of Wisconsin. As the assembly, we just need to move forward a resolution, mm-hmm. and it's non-binding. But then the Senate has the large position of being able to carry out what's called case management to give both sides of this Miss our Administrator Wolf and ask questions to see if she has is committing what's considered maladministration. Is she following through with her duties the way that she's expected to in the state of Wisconsin? So we've moved forward after our senators, our, our 22 Republican senators have asked Speaker Voss to move forward with impeachment because they too, both the Senate and the Assembly, have very serious concerns. As a matter of fact, a supermajority in the Senate have asked to move forward. And well, here we are. We're still hoping to move forward, but we haven't been able to. Okay, so um, we're going to come back after the break. We got a break in just in just a few seconds. But I want to talk about those 22 senators. And I want to talk about as as in all states, you have Republican blockers on a lot of these key issues that we're facing, particularly before the 2024 election. And I'm going to ask you what you think about, well, the people that are blockers in your state. I mean, Mike Lindell has been bringing that up a lot, and we have some right here in our own state. But I think that you're going to find that um, uh, we all are going to come together to get these people out. They, they need to be moved out. But we'll be back in just a few seconds. I'm Colonel Conrad Reynolds. We'll be right back with our special guest right after this message. Thank you. Breaking news, Arkansas. This is Colonel Conrad Reynolds, a national security expert, CEO of AVII, and host of the Colonel of Truth. The Searcy County JPs have voted to secure their elections by moving to hand-marked paper ballots. Your county could do this, too. Call your JP today and demand secure elections with paper ballots. Go to AVII.org. Hey there, Arkansas. I'm Carrie Lake from Arizona, and I'm joining your mission to take back America county by county to restore faith in our election process. Arkansas plays a vital role in this mission led by Colonel Conrad Reynolds and the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative. By demanding hand-marked paper ballots, we will ensure the integrity of our elections and rid ourselves of non-transparent voting computers. Call your Justice of the Peace and insist on hand-marked paper ballots for your county. To become part of the movement and learn more, go to avii.org. Together, we will take back America county by county. Paid for by the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative. Hello, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds. My friend Mike Lindell is offering huge discounts to the Colonel of Truth listeners. Visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad, that's C-O-N-R-A-D, for massive discounts on great products like sheets and pillows and slippers and even travel pillows. So visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad. Your purchase will help support the Colonel of Truth. AVII.org is on a mission to take back America county by county by securing our elections and bringing transparency to the voting process. Hi, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds, host of the Colonel of Truth and the CEO of AVII. I'm asking all patriots to visit AVII.org and donate to our cause. It's time to stand up and defend our great nation. Paid for by AVI Incorporated. 
Welcome back to the Colonel Truth. I'm Colonel Conrad Reynolds, your host, and we have our, our special guest today from Wisconsin, all the way from Wisconsin, um, uh, Representative Janelle uh, Branchen. Uh, Janelle's with us to explain to us and our audience what is going on in Wisconsin and how things can be better. And we just talked about some of the real big issues in the 2020 election and the processes that have been put in place uh, and that really and truly screwed up that state's vote in 2020. So we're going to ask a little bit. You mentioned that there were 22 senators that wanted to bring uh, the chair or, or wanted to have some kind of action against Megan Wolf, who is the lady who's in charge of elections, really, in Wisconsin. Is that right? She's not really in charge, but she is the one that has been tasked with following our laws and helping clerks have the ability to run elections. So in Wisconsin, we have like a bottom-up system. The municipal clerks are the constitutional officers that carry out our elections. There's about 1,800 of them in the different municipalities, and they are ultimately the ones responsible for elections. But for many years, she's kind of dictated this role that led many of the clerks to believe whatever she says is is gospel, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we as a legislature have not made her follow a rules process that guaranteed that it was a more statutory required process, meaning that she was writing rules and giving rules to the clerks that actually were 100% within the law. And, and so we here we have a situation now where many years these clerks believed whatever administrator Wolf had told clerks. And when we started going through some of these memos, we realized, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. drop boxes are nowhere statutorily in our in, in our statutes in our state. So if you're going to start saying we need drop boxes, well, that's the legislators' roles, right? We would say how they were opened or where they were or where they'd be placed. There was nothing. She literally put out a memo one day to the clerks and said, hey, we can start doing drop boxes. And for people to understand, drop boxes are not necessarily secure. We had an issue in Green Bay. They were made and manufactured. There were over 200 ballots in there and they got wet. So all those ballots were destroyed. So remember, if you have drop boxes, they've been, uh, people have dropped things into them. You have the U.S. Postal Service is adding additional security. They're, they're not a guarantee of the safety of your ballot. The safety of your ballot is you being able to turn it in on election day. Uh, the mail, you know, it, it, it can be safe, but this is the problem when you have an administrator who has gone above and beyond her role. So it looks like to me, I mean, uh, the U.S. Constitution says that uh, state legislatures have the, the the power, the time, place, and manner of elections uh, to, be, to be done. And so y'all have passed laws, and she's interpreting those laws and, and basically just doing her own thing. That's what it sounds like to it, me. It, yes, that is what has and, happened and, over and, time. And, the, and there's no mechanism, there's no authority for the legislature to move forward as long as you've got blockers in the way, people who are protecting the system, the status quo, correct? I think that would be a fair assessment. Okay, so and right now you said, well, how many senators do y'all have in Wisconsin? There are 33, 22 are Republicans. So we have a super majority in our Senate. Great. So the senators want action, but they can't do anything without the House moving forward. Correct? You're so, good. You got this down. <laughs> got it. Got it. So the so um, uh, I would think you, do, you say you have the majority in the House, correct? Republicans? We do. We have out of 99 seats, we have 63. Wow. Okay. So you got 63. So you have two thirds. We do not. We're just a little short. Just a little short. Right. Okay. So, all right. So, almost two thirds. But you got well over half. So, my my, my point is, uh, who is this blocker? Is it Voss? Is this uh, what's his name? Robin Voss? Is that it? That is true. In Wisconsin, our speaker for the last ten years has been Robin Voss. Um, I, he actually put me in the position of being the chair of elections right after 2020. I, I think he thought that there was no issues, but when we found all of these emails came forward from CTCL, from National Voter Home, of what happened in Green Bay and what happened in Milwaukee, having these individuals from nonprofits working in the offices 
during 2020, the election, steering ballots, meaning that they would accept this ballot or not that ballot, um, having them write uh, scripts, uh, having them go and pursue only certain types of individuals, people who had been released from prison, people of um, Hispanic, uh, they used only certain terms to reach certain people, not all voters. And, and that's where I think that a lot of us have concerns about the election and the integrity of the vote. So Megan Wolf, you are right. We have people that are working they're, they're satisfied with how elections are. They aren't taking into to consideration the reality of the shortcomings that we have. The, all of these ballots, if I, I mean, these are thousands of ballots differences in a state that, like many of those states, was just a 22,000 vote margin. Okay, so the CC, uh, I'm going to go back because I want people to understand the CCTL, this is a nonprofit. All right. And the money uh, that was given to that nonprofit, who did who gave the money to make that Zucker work? Bucks. Oh, yeah, so so yeah. that so that's that's one of the Zuckerbucks um, initiatives in in the five states that he was trying to um, influence we elections. Of, we the, yeah, we were one of the very first, uh, as a matter of fact, because we didn't have a secretary of state. So they're one of the very first that came forward and they worked with those Democrat mayors and those Democrat uh, cities to get this money. And then they told the clerks that they had to work with these individuals or they would lose the money. It was it was incredible emails back and forth and the contracts that were signed. So and and. and- what I understand is what the CCTL hired a lot of people, and then they placed these people who were not part, not paid by the state, paid for this nonprofit, basically Zuckerbucks, and then they put them in places in these offices, and they're the ones Great. really and truly uh, that guided the, the 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 pathway to do all these things in the 2020 election. You and I know that if those were Republicans or Republican operatives working out of those offices, you know, what a scandal it would be. I, I would say that those states would have had to redo elections. It's, it's incredible that the clerks really believed that they had to allow these people in or they weren't going to get additional dollars. Uh, and, and in fairness, the Trump administration did put $7 million more to the 2020 election into this state to help everybody, they just divided the money equally, not only going, as you saw from CTCL, to only the Democrat communities. So CCTL only went to those five cities. When they got sued, they put a little bit of money into the, uh, another out of the 1,800 communities in the state. They put a little bit of money into 360 communities. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Clever, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Really clever. And it appears to me uh, that Miss Wolf has had the opportunity to basically override the legislature. Well, think about it. If you were unhappy with um, if you're if I have any agency, Department of Corrections, Department of Transportation. Now she has set into motion that if you don't like what the legislature is telling you to do or voted you out or trying to remove you, you now just go to court and you can have your attorney general be your attorney. Right. Paid by the taxpayers. And you can just drag this process out. It is a very dangerous process because it means that the Wisconsin voices are not being heard by their legislators. Instead, we're just going to go through a court process where any administrator not happy with the amount of money, they just sue the legislator. What a dangerous position for any state to find themselves in. Well, when we come back, and we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about some of the solutions. How do we, how do we help you guys fix this. I don't know that we're going to be able to, but I would like to know what y'all are doing now to uh, to move forward. We'll be right back. My name is Colonel Conrad Reynolds, and uh, you're with the Colonel Truth. We'll be back right after this break. 
breaking news, Arkansas. This is Colonel Conrad Reynolds, a national security expert, CEO of AVII, and host of the Colonel of Truth. The Searcy County JPs have voted to secure their elections by moving to hand-marked paper ballots. Your county could do this, too. Call your JP today and demand secure elections with paper ballots. Go to AVII.org. Hey there, Arkansas. I'm Carrie Lake from Arizona, and I'm joining your mission to take back America county by county to restore faith in our election process. Arkansas plays a vital role in this mission led by Colonel Conrad Reynolds and the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative. By demanding hand-marked paper ballots, we will ensure the integrity of our elections and rid ourselves of non-transparent voting computers. Call your Justice of the Peace and insist on hand-marked paper ballots for your county. To become part of the movement and learn more, go to avii.org. Together, we will take back America county by county. Paid for by the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative. Hello, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds. My friend Mike Lindell is offering huge discounts to the Colonel of Truth listeners. Visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad, that's C-O-N-R-A-D, for massive discounts on great products like sheets and pillows and slippers and even travel pillows. So visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad. Your purchase will help support the Colonel of Truth. AVII.org is on a mission to take back America county by county by securing our elections and bringing transparency to the voting process. Hi, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds, host of the Colonel of Truth and the CEO of AVII. I'm asking all patriots to visit AVII.org and donate to our cause. It's time to stand up and defend our great nation. Paid for by AVI Incorporated. Welcome back to the Colonel of Truth. I'm Colonel Conrad Reynolds, your host. And again, we're here with our special guest representative from Wisconsin, uh, Janelle Branchin. Uh, great to have you. And thank you for, for coming on our show. But I had a couple of things I want to talk about. I looked up a little bit during the break about this guy, uh, your speaker, Robin Voss. And he apparently is not someone that likes President Trump. In fact, he made a statement. Do you do you know the exact statement that he that he made concerning President Trump? Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to do it word for word, but roughly saying that uh, Speaker Voss said that he will do everything within his power to make sure that Donald Trump is not the nominee in Wisconsin. And, you know, for a Republican to uh, to put that much of an election in question about it, 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 it really is disconcerting, isn't it? It is extremely disconcerting because I think right, th- right there is the motive for him having no action on Megan Wolf. That's what it appears to be. I think there is certainly uh, the speaker has made a lot of reasons why Megan shouldn't be removed. I mean, impeachment is a very serious process, right? It is is something that is not to be, unless you're a a Democrat and you want to get rid of President Trump, but it seems to be we went through this twice before the president did. But in the, I mean, it's a serious process, and it really should only be left in a situation where we have the administrator, Megan Wolf, not leaving, suing both the Assembly and the Senate, refusing to leave. And you have this uh, a speaker that sees all the writing on the wall, but isn't really committed to having more transparent and fair elections in Wisconsin, which, you know, it, it, I, I wish I probably one of the things that I get asked the most frequently is why the speaker is not helping you get rid of Megan Wolf. And the truth of the matter is, I, I think he's very comfortable with her there. Well, my problem from what all you've told us and what little I've read, it appears to me that there's no impeachment process that's necessary. She is not employed by the state. And, and it's a law enforcement issue. She is needs to go and needs to be escorted out of the building. She no longer should have access to that office. So that's what it looks like to me. And I, I don't understand why uh, y'all can't do that. I mean, why would you need to go through these other steps? But- well, unfortunately, because she has attained the attorney general to help her stay in spot in her spot 
And then uh, we have, unfortunately, a situation where the Wisconsin election commissioners, the Democrats chose not to vote. So there, it, it kind of put the whole process, but one, you'd be surprised, Democrats put the whole process into conflict. Why wouldn't we as a legislature, though, just use a very clear process? I don't need the courts. Remember, impeachment is beyond the courts. It is one of our powers that we have to make sure people's voices are heard. Just step forward, go through the impeachment process. And it sends a very clear message to, to any other administrator. Listen, don't toy with the legislature and that we are the ones that do have this ability to remove you if you're not doing your job properly. Well, let me ask you this. What does uh, Speaker Voss, what is he supposed to, what does he need to do to help you? What does he need to do in order to get rid of Macon Wolf? It, it would be nothing simpler than a non-binding resolution supported to move it to the floor. So we have, you know, these 63 other representatives. Unfortunately, I only had five other members join me in trying to remove and start the impeachment process after the Senate begged us to start this process. I mean, the Senate has a very heavy lift in being able to have some sort of a case management or a trial process. So our 63 Republicans need, I need 50, the threshold is just 50 out of the 63 to be able to move forward and to move this resolution to the point where the Senate, then they can take this resolution or not and start the case management of removing Megan Wolf. She could literally be gone for no cost to the taxpayers with just us using our legislative powers. Okay, so here in Arkansas, a lot of it, it, I would think that it would need to go to a committee. Is that the first step? It needs to go to a committee? No? Resolutions don't go necessarily to go to a committee. That is kind of the gamesmanship that the speaker has played to sidestep his responsibility. He took literally over a month to move this resolution. Then he went through the process of when I tried to bring it to the floor for a vote, he went beyond me and they uh, went, they didn't follow the order of business on the first business day of the month in the state of Wisconsin, you can bring a resolution forward. And they actually gaveled out. So you can kind of hear me in the background screaming, Mr. Speaker, uh, they were not allowing us to bring this forward. We're, we're playing gamesmanship in a process in a state that you have Republicans saying that they want to fix these processes. But Megan Wolf is honestly the greatest in, in inhibitor to fair elections in our state. She is the one time and time again that have put people's votes in question and not allowed clerks to do their job under the constitution by giving them bad advice. Well, I disagree with you in this case. I don't think she's the one. I think it's Voss. He's the biggest inhibitor because he's keeping the will of the people, the Republicans in your state who want her gone. He's not allowing them to have a voice. In order to, and that's what it appears to me. I, you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, I've never realized when you run for office and you run under a party ticket that you would have to work so hard against your own party. But I think uh, President Trump could say something similar to that as well. Well, uh, now let me ask you, you say you think you think that if it did come to the floor, you would have the votes to move it forward. Oh, I, I don't think any Republicans could go back to their constituents in the district without having Megan removed, uh, with, without voting for this. I mean, it would be very hard. She has, like I say, I mentioned the four things, but the, the, she has multiple times uh, played games with the legislature in the law and, you know, multiple years doing it. People are very angry. People are... Um, uh, you know, th there has been some success, obviously, that drop boxes have been ruled illegal in the state after she allowed it to happen. There have been court cases about her curing ballots. She is no longer allowed to cure ballots, meaning you could fill in all the information to make sure that the ballot is counted. I mean, these are the types of things that enrages, I would even say, independent voters to believe that they are getting fair elections in Wisconsin.
Right. Well, um, so we need to figure out uh, in our next segment, I want to talk a little bit about what we can do with uh, Mr. Voss to get his attention. Apparently, he needs to, to understand that there are people out here who um, want the Republicans to do what they are supposed to do and what they've said they were going to do. If they're on the on the side of integrity and fair elections, um, it appears to me that he is not fulfilling his obligation to the people who voted for him. I think that's a real question. So we're going to take a quick break. And then uh, and I think we even have an ad uh, that we're going to show here in a little bit as well. One is being run. So I'd like to show that. But we'll be right back in just a few minutes uh, with our special guest, um, uh, Representative uh, Janelle Branson. I'm Colonel Conrad Reynolds with the Cardinal of Truth. We'll be right back after this break. AVII.org is on a mission to take back America county by county by securing our elections and bringing transparency to the voting process. Hi, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds, host of the Colonel of Truth and the CEO of AVII. I'm asking all patriots to visit avii.org and donate to our cause. It's time to stand up and defend our great nation. Paid for by AVI Incorporated. Hello, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds. My friend Mike Lindell is offering huge discounts to the Colonel of Truth listeners. Visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad, that's C-O-N-R-A-D, for massive discounts on great products like sheets and pillows and slippers and even travel pillows. So visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad. Your purchase will help support the Colonel of Truth. Breaking news, Arkansas. This is Colonel Conrad Reynolds, a national security expert, CEO of AVII, and host of the Colonel of Truth. The Searcy County JPs have voted to secure their elections by moving to hand-marked paper ballots. Your county could do this, too. Call your JP today and demand secure elections with paper ballots. Go to AVII.org. Hey there, Arkansas. I'm Carrie Lake from Arizona, and I'm joining your mission to take back America county by county to restore faith in our election process. Arkansas plays a vital role in this mission led by Colonel Conrad Reynolds and the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative. By demanding hand-marked paper ballots, we will ensure the integrity of our elections and rid ourselves of non-transparent voting computers. Call your Justice of the Peace and insist on hand-marked paper ballots for your county. To become part of the movement and learn more, go to avii.org. Together, we will take back America county by county. Paid for by the Arkansas Voter Integrity Initiative. Welcome back to the Colonel of Truth. I'm Colonel Conrad Reynolds, your host, and we're here with our special guest from Wisconsin, Representative Janelle Branson. Uh, Janelle, I, 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 there's an ad that's being run right now in Wisconsin, and uh, it's a pretty powerful ad. And uh, we're going to play it, and then I'd like for you to comment on it. So let's go ahead and play it now, and then we'll get your comment. Hi, fellow Wisconsin voters. This is Kelly Clark. One year stands between us and the 2024 general election. The results have the potential to either steer our state and our country in the direction of improvement or push us further along the concerning path we are currently on. I am very worried about the fairness and security of our elections if Megan Wolf remains in charge of them. It's Miss Wolf that allowed for the use of illegal drop boxes and ballot harvesting. She permitted the Zuckerbucks influence money. She refuses to clean up our voter rolls. And there's so much more. The Wisconsin Assembly is working to impeach Megan Wolf, but Assembly Speaker Robin Voss is standing in the way. Speaker Voss needs to hear from us, the voters. I urge you to call him today at 608-237-9163 and let him know he needs to listen to the Assembly and allow for the impeachment process to happen or he will be replaced, whether through a recall process or a primary challenger. Again, call Speaker Robin Voss today at 608-237-9163. We need to act now to secure Wisconsin's elections before it's too late. Paid for by Wisconsin Election Committee Incorporated. All right. Was it, that was a powerful ad. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? And is it true? Well, yes, the information that is being put in that ad is true. And I, that's what you feel is the frustration from citizens, voters who just want fair elections. They want to make sure that their next generation is getting the opportunities that we have by, by ensuring the freedom and the republic, right? What we have right now in, in Wisconsin, unfortunately, is we have people that don't want fair. Like, I don't want to say they don't want to have fair elections, but 
ultimately they're not allowing the the constitutional officers to carry out the elections the way that we as legislators have put into law so yeah they're mad they want megan wolf gone they want to have their representatives feel this pressure and god bless them for coming forward with a, a message to the speaker that yeah she needs to go to guarantee that everybody has confidence in the election process well, apparently it's uh, a AR-18. I, I want to say AR-15. I said that would be great, you know. Uh, it was an assembly resolution 18. That's what needs to get passed. Uh, and Speaker Voss is not allowing that. And so the no. question is, there was a mention of a recall. Um, how does that work? Can you can we can, well, can y'all recall uh, 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 Speaker Voss and get him out of the way as a blocker and move forward? Um, that would be up to his district, but yes, I think after January, after you've served for one year, you can have a recall election. And I think there are some rustlings in his um, district. It seems that, you know, he did have a very strong primary challenger. Uh, the speaker only won that seat back by 260 votes or 280 votes, uh, it was a very contentious election that went on in his district. And I think as people are now seeing that he is not helping to move Wisconsin forward for fair elections, that people have concerns, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, out of how many votes? How, how, roughly how many? Do you know? I mean, in his district, do you have any idea? Uh, I don't think I can pull that one. I just know it was an incredibly close race. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the individual, Adam Steen, who ran against him, I think he had like $130,000. And I think the speaker used probably close to a million dollars. Uh, a lot of ads, a lot of special packs jumped in to help him. I mean, it really was a David and Goliath story. And, uh, right. it, you know, it's yeah, right, right. Well, I've, I've done a little reading, and, and apparently, Vol uh, his popularity has dropped like a lead balloon. I mean, he's he's really dropped significantly since this um, uh, ad campaign has has come about. He's down to what sixteen percent. Uh, I, I think that was one of the statewide. No, that's a statewide poll. But, um, you know, more importantly, within your own district, what your voters feel that, you know, are you are you representing them? And these the what you I think the three individuals that are on this this uh, citizens group, it's, it's kind of clever. It's called uh, Wisconsin Election Commission. So it's called WEC as well. And it's pretty clever, actually. Um, so this this group from the Wisconsin Elections uh, uh, Corporation is at, are all in his district. And so these are people that have worked with a group called Hot Government. Um, they have, you know, they, they are in his district having these concerns and saying, listen, Speaker Voss, you have an opportunity here to be a great hero. Why don't you just use the legislative process to remove Megan Wolf, save the taxpayers their money, and let's make sure that we have more confidence in our voters in our in our elections going forward. I, I mean, it, it really could be a triple win. Wow. Well, I got I listened to the ad a couple of times, and um, uh, the lady is what Kelly Clark. Is that right? Can you tell us who Kelly this person Clark. is? She's the one that says, uh, Kelly, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, she's a citizen. She is a nurse. She's a mom. Um, she really only got in, into uh, uh, politics or she isn't in any office right now, but she really got into it because she felt for medical freedom, she saw a lot of her patients concerned about getting the shot. And so she, she has, you know, a, a extensive investment into making sure that people are whole and healthy. So when she was very disappointed that Speaker Voss was supporting the shot at that time, and she's, you know, she's learned a lot. She was part of the Steen campaign that uh, almost removed the speaker. And so she's learned a lot. And I think that Kelly could be a, a possible spoiler if she decides to run and, and she challenge the speaker at this time. Well, what's your personal assessment? Do you think he's scared? 
I think the speaker has been in this building for almost 30 years. He has an incredible power structure. He uh, is always just like President Trump, I, you know, unfortunately would say. So he, what he's going to do going forward, uh, I, again, I always would like to think that Republicans can work together. And I would hold that olive branch out at this point, because at the end of the day, if this country does not have fair elections, Wisconsin loses in a process that people don't believe in. That's incredibly dangerous for the Republic. That's incredibly dangerous for our next generation. When people don't believe in that the elections are fair, that's when things get scary. And so I would appeal to both Republicans and Democrats and certainly independents that Megan Wolf has failed her job. And this is an opportunity for the speaker to step forward and the other members of the Assembly and the Senate to work together to rebuild that trust for the state. Well, I agree, I agree 100% that uh, you, you've got to get voters to believe that the system is fair and accurate and that it is not being played. And the way to do that, of course, is to uh, what you're doing now, educating people on what's going on. But I don't, you know, again, I, I'm way down here in, in Arkansas, and but from what I've seen, and I'm a pretty good judge of character and how people respond. It appears to me that he's not going to change his mind. He's already decided. He's made a political calculation. Otherwise, he had already done it. I mean, it's not. It doesn't take rocket science to figure out that there was problems in the 2020 election. It's not rocket science. To all these things you just listed, any common sense person can see that this needs to be fixed. He's unwilling to do that up until, and so he is not going to do anything until he is absolutely forced to. Uh, again, this looks like the hill he's ready to die on. So let's just let him die there. So let's just go ahead and try to get him recalled. How do you do that? Um, I, I would not have that power. That literally comes from his district. That would come from people who choose to run for that office. Signatures would have to be uh, gathered up in January. Um, and how many? House how many signatures do you know? I would assume about 6,000, give or take. That's it? For the district. 6,000? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm coming up there. I'm getting in my truck, driving up, and uh, we'll see what we can do. Because this is nuts. This guy obviously is not going to do what the Republicans want to be. And it's not just Republicans. You know, again, election integrity and election insecurity is a nonpartisan issue. I have said this time and time again. It doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, Green Party. I don't care. Constitutional Party, whatever it is. But you're, everybody has in this country a right to know that their vote is being counted and it's not being um, um, diluted by fake ballots or other type of votes that should not be allowed in. And, I mean, again, it's the one thing that we have. It's the one time the American person, the American citizen, has an opportunity to, to actually voice their concern. That's the one thing we have. That's what makes us different than all these other countries. And uh, the people who are blockers, I have no sympathy for them. They need to go and they need to go as quickly as possible. So, um, I, you know, I, I think it's great. Well, uh, a couple of things down here. We ran a poll just so you know. And we, we were trying to get an idea of what people are thinking about in the 2024 election. Are they are they concerned about machines? Uh, are they concerned about malfeasance happening? The number is way up there. Over 65% are at that point where they think, yes, there is something going to happen. How can we you know, move forward as a country when you've got that number of people who don't trust our current system? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't see how we can. I think one of the greatest things, I mean, I, I think it's terrible what happened about the 2020 election, but I'll guarantee you one thing. You and I now know more about our own state's process. You and I know more about the civics of election. You and I know more about the statutes of how our states carry out elections. I think for too many years, we just figured good people would do that. Well, now we are really engaged and we have our citizens engaged. And I love being able to talk to people when they can cite me statutes about Megan Wolf or, or about the lawsuits that happened. This is incredibly important for us to make sure that we keep our freedom.
Yeah, the power the power uh, in the legislature uh, really comes from the people, and 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 because they're the ones that get on the phone, can get on the phone and call their representative, and say you need to get behind this, and we need to get rid of Mr. Voss, and we need to make sure that we get rid of Miss Megan Wolf, so that our elections next year are going to be great. And it and the, uh, man, people don't have any idea how powerful they are, but making a phone call, just a phone yes. call. Uh, you know, representatives listen to that. And so that's what we're that's what we're pushing. Trying to do our best. Try to educate. Try to educate. And remember, these these citizens, they're they're your they're my boss, right? My boss is literally our my voters. And so you know, we have to respond to that. And I think in these communities, having it's it's not just Democrat. It's not just Republicans. Democrats are tired of hearing about this too. They want to move forward and have more confidence in the process. Okay. So I got about a minute and a half. So real quickly, what can my listeners do to help you? If you live in Wisconsin, please reach out to your representatives, have this conversation, ask them if they are going to be supporting the resolution when it gets to the floor to remove Megan Wolf and how soon it can move to the floor. We're going to be here in December. It sure would be nice if we could move this on and help the senators who have asked to move this forward. Please be a loud voice, right? Be a loud voice. The squeaky wheel is the one that gets the oil. Reach out to your senator. Reach out to your state representative. Call them. Have people in your family call them. And don't Absolutely. wait. Do it now. As soon as you hear this message, do it now. If they're not on answer, leave a message. So you call back. Be polite. Be respectful. But let them know yeah. how you feel because it's important. But again, pressure from people make a big, big difference. Okay. I, we think the education is the key. And uh, that's what we that's why we have this program. And we can't thank you enough for coming on and talking to our audience. And we hope that, um, you know, we wish Godspeed to you guys up there because we know that you have a, a huge task and you only have a few months to get it done. But I think a recall is in order and I think you need to get the signatures. Well, I, I still am hoping that we can move this forward and have start January with a new administrator and have bring more confidence to our process. Bless you and thank you. Thank you so much for coming on our show, The Colonel of Truth. And, uh, and we'll have you back when uh, whenever he's recalled. We will celebrate and talk about that and then we'll move on with getting rid of Miss Wolf. Thank you so much for joining our show. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And thank you for listening. Come back next week. We'll have another great guest. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Hello, this is Colonel Conrad Reynolds. My friend Mike Lindell is offering huge discounts to the Colonel of Truth listeners. Visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code Conrad. That's C-O-N-R-A-D for massive discounts on great products like sheets and pillows and slippers and even travel pillows. So visit MyPillow.com slash Conrad. Use promo code CONRAD. Your purchase will help support the kernel of truth.